1: So much important stuff on The Upside today. Number one, Callie, with your help, might have changed somebody's life. Number two, we have inside scoop on why Elise Myers blocked me on Instagram. And number three, we're gonna prepare you for your big Mega Millions billion dollar win tonight. All that and more on today's episode.
2: You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
3: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: Today is Friday, July 29th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a breeze on a hot day.
3: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, because I feel like the the I assume it's the entire country because everybody's under this heat wave attack thing. But for the past couple of weeks in Atlanta, at least, when it's on the days when it's been really hot, the air just has not been moving. And yesterday, it just, it was- thick. Yeah. It's thick. It was soupy. It's been a soupy couple of weeks. And yesterday, it just seemed, there was just a breeze and it felt good.
3: My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful that we live so close to my parents. Jeff Dollar.
1: Uh, why are you grateful <laughs> for that right now?
3: Okay. Glad you asked. Um, I am a rule follower. Greg Riggs, my father, is a bigger rule follower. And I took Ellie over there to hang with my parents and just say, hey, I drop in every couple of days. And I left my purse there. And I texted my mom like, hey, I got to come back. After Ellie goes to bed, I got to get my purse. And my mom said, um, okay, great. Yeah. Come on by. And then she texted me back and said, your dad will bring it. You don't have a license. (laughs) So what that means is she told my mom, I was coming by after dinner and my dad's, or she She told told my dad dad. and my dad was like, she's not driving without a license. Like we'll take it to her. So my poor parents, I, that is where I get my rule following and Ellie Dollar, you know, we can blame my dad for the rule following because that's where I get it.
1: I think, can't you, I mean, you're not really in a position right now to, uh, break any laws considering you're currently fighting a ticket.
3: I'm on the, what oh, on the, not on the lamb. What is it living on the edge of the law right now with um, the traffic ticket?
1: Yeah. But, um, I think, well, two things. One, Georgia, I, what, I know Georgia passed the law that you can actually carry a digital copy of your license. So what? yeah, you can put it in your, um, wallet app on your iPhone. And present Are it, you sure? And present it to a police officer if you needed to show.
3: Oh, my gosh. I'm doing that, like, in five I, seconds. I don't know. Don't take Jeff Dollar's legal advice. Look it up for yourself if you live in I mean, Georgia.
1: It's not – It's you don't just take a picture of your license and keep it in your phone. Like, there's an actual thing that you do that creates a digital copy of your license. Okay. I don't know if you have to like, if you, if you do it to when go you somewhere or, renew your license, yeah. I don't know the details. So we can look into that. That could be weekend homework,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we'll, we'll, we'll share what we learn on Monday. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. And two, um, and maybe I'm, maybe when you're at court next month, Callie, you can ask somebody, one of the police officers. My lawyer
3: moved my court date. So it won't be next month, but well,
1: yeah. Um, If you have a valid driver's license, is it a crime not to be carrying it?
3: I think it is. Oh, okay. I think it is. Um, Yeah, because you also have to have a physical copy of your – you also have to have your insurance information, I thought.
1: Not anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, because they just pull it up. It's all digital.
3: Okay. Well, why wouldn't your license be digital then? Like, Because they can pull up your license and say, oh, yeah, State of Georgia, I got you. You're in the system. It's current. Whatever. I think they can. Hmm.
1: that's what I'm saying It's like, I don't know if it's a, I think it's only a, I don't know if not carrying your physical license while you're operating the vehicle is like a crime.
3: This is going to be one of these things that our generation and older struggles with, like for the rest of my life, even if it is digitized and we're all fine, right? like Ellie's going to be like, mom, you don't have to take your wallet with you everywhere. And I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah.
1: I thought of that with, um, I found it in like a a basket of stuff that uh, when we moved had just not been unpacked yet. Mm -hmm. But a couple of checks that I deposited using the mobile app. Mm -hmm. But I still had the paper check Mm -hmm. because, you know, in case it doesn't go through.
3: Yeah. Don't shred that baby until you know it goes through. Right.
1: So now I have like four checks totaling like close to a thousand bucks that I have to go back four months and be like, did all of these go through before? Cause I ain't throwing, I ain't shredding a thousand bucks until I confirm it.
3: Can I tell you um, something related to my ticket? I have not told you this yet, but I got really, so another um, person that I work with, like got pulled over for the same thing that I did this week. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I got pulled over. Um, can you
1: split your lawyer two for, let's, sh- right? let's save some money.
3: She actually did not get a ticket. However, <sighs> I know, I know. And I'm glad that she didn't get a ticket. However, I was like, you know what? Okay. Here's the problem that I have. The problem that I have is I think it's a waste of police officers times. And back in the day in downtown Atlanta, what they did is overnight in at certain times, they would make the lights flashing red. So all of it would be like a come to a complete stop. Then you can go. Yeah. Whatever, right? So I decide that I that is an issue that I would like to take up with my local government because I think it's vote a for Cali
1: city council.
3: Well, don't vote for me, city council, but let me talk to the people that we voted for city council. Uh, so I emailed the head of the district, like where, you know, like uh-huh. the issue is like downtown Atlanta. Uh-huh. And I wrote a really nice letter and I was like, Hey, here's a little bit about me. And I have a kid and I'm, you know, I've worked downtown and I, on behalf of the overnight workers downtown, cause there's like a waffle house down there. There's a hospital down there. Like so many ho- are, hotels, hotels,
1: conferences and convention centers. So that's like caterers and. And, you know, all those people.
3: Yeah. So, well, I don't know if caterers are going to work at 4 in the morning. Maybe they are.
1: If there's a convention that starts at like 7 a.m. with breakfast. That's true. Okay. The people load in is going to be like, what, 4 or 5 probably?
3: So, if you are an overnight shifter in Atlanta, know that I wrote – our city council, um, what is it called? Council member for that district, uh, for the downtown Atlanta district on all of our behalves. And I said,
1: did they write back? I'm oh, sorry.
3: No, they didn't write back. Oh. He didn't write back. Um, and I don't blame him. You know, he probably gets a lot of emails, but if you think that I'm not writing him back until he has a conversation with me about it, or if you think I'm not gonna show up at an Atlanta City Council meeting, you would be wrong.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. You know
3: what? Here's the thing. The things like these, I feel like are not changed until somebody gets hurt. And I don't want somebody to get
1: hurt. This isn't the um first time we've done that. Like, didn't you
3: Oh yeah. Didn't Years you ago. S-
1: send an email about the blinking traffic I lights did. before? I did. And they changed or no, was it the length of the light and they changed it? No, they did not change it.
3: It was, they, um, so the lights were blinking when they first went back to like the traffic lights that were actually like set lights instead of blinking lights. I like the grandmother that I am wrote the city and no, said, no, no, no,
1: don't say that anymore. I don't think that's, I think we are in a world where everybody is saying, reach out to your politicians, reach okay, out true. to your representatives, true. if you do not like the way that, that, uh, the, the city, state, country is being governed, talk to your people. And that's exactly what you're doing.
3: Right. So he's the people. So years ago, I emailed, there's like a thing on the city website that says, if you have issues with this, this, and this email, this email. Well, I guess it goes to a couple people because I initially sent them an email when they screwed up my lights, you know, before And like 10 people wrote me back. So it must have gone to like a wide net of people. And I followed up with each one of them. And then nothing ever happened. For a second, something happened. And then it went back. So it was probably like a coincidence. Um, No,
1: it was probably, you probably made a change. But then somebody else like a week later who didn't get told about it was like, Why are these lights blinking? They should be regular and then flip Flip the the switch switch. back and then it just, nobody ever followed up with it.
3: So this is the tree I am actively barking up right now. And I just feel like, you know, on behalf of all the overnight shifters, I am taking a stand with our local city council. We will see if they care about me. They probably don't. But um, yeah, I will keep emailing.
1: On a scale of one to 10, Callie, how are you doing this week?
3: This week, I'm a 10 this week.
1: Look at you. I know. Look at, where's our chart? I'm
3: scared to say that. Um, You were, was,
1: was it, what were you last week? A nine? So you were a nine. Yeah, I was a nine.
3: I mean, I'm kind of like a nine ten in this moment. I'm like a 10. I feel like I had a really good week. I feel a lot of forward motion. I got a lot accomplished, not only on my to-do list, but like some long-term goals. I'm like, okay, I feel like I have control of this goal now. I ha- I feel like I have control of this goal. Like I um, you know, so I'm really proud of myself for that. And that's really exciting. And I had a fertility specialist appointment this week and that went well. So there's like forward motion on that front. I'll tell you about it next week, but it's, you know, it's good. Forward motion makes me happy. Good. How are you? Scale of one to
1: 10. Uh, I'm going to go with an eight.
3: Oh, we got to go back. Why? Can I tell you the other reason that I'm a 10?
1: Oh yeah. Why are you a 10?
3: I forgot about this. So I have a friend. Well, she actually started out as your friend, Jeff. Then she became my friend. Her name is Tiffany and she's an inventor, which is like, you know, something I feel like I read about in textbooks. It's like an inventor, like what? But she was on Shark Tank.
1: That's actually really cool to to have that as your job title, inventor. Like people, you'll never not have people to talk to at a party or a bar.
3: It's the craziest thing. And I've learned so much about what she does from just following her journey. Like she comes up with a product in her head. She She does everything. She literally invents
1: it. Invents it out of thin air.
3: I mean, but she knows all of the back, you know what I mean? There's so much that goes into it that we don't even think about because it's not like taking someone else's product, slapping your name on it, and then going into the retail market. Like you're in every single step of the way and all, anyway. So she, her latest invention is a line of probiotics and she's been working on it for years. I got to test it, Jeff and I did, um, when it was just like when she didn't even have packaging yet, like it was straight from the lab. And it was delicious. Like they are melt in your mouth, like probiotics. And it's a mocha flavor and a mint flavor. And I'm telling you, the mocha flavor is incredible. So she came to me and she's like, do you think we could do something? Like, could I, you know, do a sponsored post with you on Instagram or talk about it on the show? And I was like, "Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want to take money from a friend, number one. And number two, I'm kind of like burnt out on that kind of stuff. But I was like, what if we do this?
1: Do you burnt out on what kind of stuff?
3: Just doing a ton of Instagram promotions. Like, remember, I was so hot on it, and now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, like they're few and far I, between.
1: I think you talk about like burnout and like, um, bringing partners onto the upside. I'm like, um, you know how that's how we feed our baby right <laughs> No, let's not get burned out on that. <laughs> no,
3: I just, you know, I don't know. Instagram and I have an up and down relationship, but. We were trying to come up with ideas for how we could get the word out about her product. And she's like, the product is great. I just need people to try it. So I said, what if you um, let me, can I give away samples of your product? So she said, yes, I will give you a product. Um, and a lot of people won't do that, by the way. So it was really cool that she offered to do that. And she said, I can give you like 300 And I kind of laughed. I was like, Tiffany, let's set the bar low. Let's maybe like we'll get 10 people that want to try your product. Um, We wound up flying through 300 in like the first hour. And I texted her. I was like, do you want me to keep going with this? And she was like, yeah, keep going. Like I would love to meet new customers and stuff like that. Okay. 1,300 of you ordered sample products from her. And she hand shipped all of them. And she sent me a text that said, I hope you understand I this changed the course of my business. Oh wow, really? And potentially of my life. Like 1300 people that never would have known about my product or given it a chance now are tasting it and that's what I wanted. Um, And she's already seen some sales from it. So that fills my heart. And I know, Jeff, that's like your thing that you love so much is helping other people like fulfill their dreams. And she's very successful at what she does. But it was really cool. And I wanted to say that out loud because it made my week awesome. And just know that, like, if you're one of the ones that was like, yeah, I'll try her product, like you you may have changed her life. So super cool. Really amped about that. Um, and then the free sample thing is over, but she's, um, giving a discount. If you just want to try it once you can use the code made in USA, um, at opuprobiotics.com. com. that's O P U P R O B O T I C S.com. And then if you want a subscription because you like it, like a probiotic subscription, use the code upside and then, yeah that'll get you a discount there. I forget what the discount is, but enjoy. And thank you for being such a big part of her business success. So cool.
1: I am excited to report that Jessica Whitby, who follows me on Instagram, is an upsider, sent me a message yesterday to let me know that Elise Myers, Elise Myers, the TikTok and Instagram superstar, who inexplicably blocked me a couple of weeks ago, was doing a TikTok live. And Jessica slid into the comments. Oh, my gosh. She was doing a QA. and mm-hmm. a And Jessica said, can you please explain why you blocked Jeff Dollar? Oh, my gosh. And Elise Myers read the question out loud. She said, can you please tell me why I blocked why you blocked Jeff Dollar? And then she responded with, I don't know who Jeff Dollar is, which lends credence to your theory that it was just a mistake. Yeah. Because she has no idea who I am. Or it lends credence to my theory, which is some staffer of hers who is clearly intimidated by the podcasting genius that is Jeff Dollar and the podcasting empire that is 1022 projects mm-hmm. so they deleted the comment or blocked me mm-hmm. in an effort to prevent Elise from knowing who I am and and obviously wanting to work on a podcast with us mm-hmm. versus whoever mm-hmm. they are so I'm going to go with that story
3: mm, okay
1: the mega millions drawing is tonight and I feel strongly that somebody that an upsider is going to win it there's going to be one winner
3: did a, you buy us tickets
1: bit, not not yet
3: Did you know that you can buy them through the app? Yes, I did. Interesting. I didn't know that before this week. And then I was like, oh my gosh, why would you ever go anywhere again?
1: Yeah, the Georgia uh, lottery app if you're in Georgia.
3: But wouldn't it be um, really, because I feel like part of the story is what, you know, gas station sold the winning ticket or what location or whatever. And it's like, did it on their app, womp, womp, because they always interview the Guy that owns the, the gas
1: station. Yes. And I always feel like the biggest winners come from the smallest towns. Mm-hmm. So maybe later on today, like Ellie and I will hop in the car and drive like 75 miles out of Atlanta to
3: some like obscure town. But then you have to go like 10 miles off the exit. Like it can't yes, be. Yes. You're right. Yep. It's got to be like pretty far down the road and like or,
1: somewhere. Or we'll just wait for an upsider to win it and then, and then send Ellie a check for a million bucks or something.
3: Oh, that would be nice. Because if
1: you win a billion dollars, you can give a few folks a million bucks each, and it won't. I mean, you're not even going to know it. That's like, that's like having a hundred bucks and giving away some quarters. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I gave away a bunch of quarters. Now I've only got ninety six dollars and fifty cents. Like, you're fine.
3: You're yeah, gonna,
1: you're going to be totally fine. Well, in, in anticipation for um, an upside or snagging this billion dollars, um, I pulled some highlights from this Reddit thread which was asking the question if you are super wealthy adjacent like if you are in the orbit of people not millionaires like billionaires with mm-hmm. a b what are some things that exist in their world that that aren't that don't even exist in the imagination of normal folks okay fascinating so
3: like what are we not thinking about
1: yes Uh here's some of the things um, an acquaintance of mine is one of six pilots, quote, on retainer for a wealthy family. Each pilot makes about $200,000 to be on standby to take the planes and the family wherever they need to go, whenever they need to go there. So I guess you just like sit at home and wait to get the call. And it's like-
3: Six pilots, $200,000 a piece. That is a- s-
1: Well, That's that means there has to be, there's got to be at least three planes if they got six pilots. Oh, you think? Don't you think? I mean, you're doing the math on how much the pilots are costing. That's hundreds of millions of dollars in aviation. Yeah. So uh private doctors, super wealthy people. Oh, yeah.
3: I would do that if we won.
1: Have a like a, a general practitioner um, who has privileges at the top level hospitals in the area, just
3: and concierge medicine, where mm-hmm. they like come to you and answer your text messages and stuff.
1: Um, this one's scary. Kidnap and ransom insurance. Oh, my God. So for their loved ones. And apparently that comes with uh, like training. So if you're in a hostage situation or whatever, they tell you what to do. And it comes with extraction teams. Like that's included in that. Um,
3: um, that is terrifying. Okay.
1: Support ships for your mega yacht. So, you know, you see the like on TV, you see those giant yachts. Mm-hmm. Um if you've ever been to Atlantis in the Bahamas, sometimes they're parked in that harbor that's behind the casino. Yeah. Um, or in the Caribbean. We, the, when we went to St. Bart's, there was a gazillion of them. Yeah. Like these, and you're like, what? And then if you Google them, you look them up and you're like, oh, that's the guy who owns Banana Republic. Right. Like every – like and Gap and all of them. Like that's yeah. his with a helicopter on top. Anyways, uh, those yachts have small cargo ships that travel with them that house additional staff, they transport food, they um, transport cars so that when you get to port, your stuff is all there. Um, And they travel in advance of the yacht, like these little cargo ships. Yep. And uh, this is the big one, uh, a family office. So the super, super, super rich people have an office of people just to take care of their stuff. So like, We'll have two or three lawyers that are full-time lawyers. They work nine to five just on family business, what? with paralegals, with assistants, with receptionists. Then they'll have like
3: house manager, financial
1: thing. people. So if you're if you if you just Whoa. decide like oh I'm gonna buy, I need a new car, you know i want to buy a new car. You just call your family office, and and they'll say okay perfect we'll have it for you within 24 hours. And then there's a whole staff of people who. Take the money out of the bank, go to the dealership, negotiate the deal, get I the car. I can't even
3: wrap. My- pay the
1: taxes on it, get the license. <laughs> that
3: to me is by far the most shocking one so far. Like I can't even imagine, like a family business, family office,
1: office yeah. And the person, huh. the person who mentioned this pointed out that it's not all like fun and games because a lot of those people get sued so much and get approached by like fake philanthropy and all this stuff so much that they just have to have a team of lawyers to help. Chase that stuff down. So. Yeah. Anyways, just keep some things to put on your list when you. Win.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad.
1: I just learned that a friend of mine was kidnapped once by a group of mimes. These guys did unspeakable things to him. <laughs>
2: Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454.
3: If you are an electric toothbrush lover, you will know that a problem that you fear when you go on vacation is that you're going to run out of battery. So you got to take your charger with you. Well, no, you don't. Not when you have a Brouche toothbrush. Now, we've been telling you about the brush toothbrush. We absolutely love it. And I just gave one to my dad and I'm really excited about that. They have a discount code and an offer just for you because you're an upsider and we're going to pass that on to you. The deal is that you're going to get 20% off when you pick your Brouche brush kit and your plan when you go to brouche.com upside. Let me spell that for you. It's B-R-U-U-S-H.com upside and you're going to get 20 20% off. So 20% off brusch.com slash upside.
1: Thank you to BetterHelp for being one of the sponsors of today's episode. Nothing is more important than your mental health. If you are blocked in the brain, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, if you can't focus on your work, your relationships, your self-care, if none of that is operating, then none of it is going to get better. And just like you go to the gym when you're feeling tired or worn down, you go see a doctor if something's hurting you, you talk to a therapist when things in your brain aren't clicking properly. BetterHelp is online therapy that has video phone and even live chat-only therapy sessions. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to with those. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours hours. I am a huge believer in therapy. You know, Kelly is as well, and we are happy to offer you 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring our episode today.
3: Cozy Earth is a personal luxury brand that makes sheets, pajamas, towels, and more with superior softness. Cozy Earth's goal is to be better citizens of the world, which I love, with positive working conditions and sustainable fabrics. You're gonna notice when you get on their website that their colors are all whites and neutrals, and that's to eliminate chemicals and dyes. Look, we have had nice sheets before, but our Cozy Earth sheets are extraordinary. They are next level soft. We spend half our lives in bed, and our bed should be the ultimate comfort experience. Cozy Earth sheets come with a 100-night sleep guarantee, so you can sleep on them for more than three months. And if you're not completely satisfied, you'll get a full refund. And as if that doesn't say enough about Cozy Earth's level of confidence in their product, their sheets also come with a 10-year warranty. Yep, that's right, 10-year years. Right now they're offering upside listeners 40% off your purchase, which is huge. It's the biggest discount out there right now by going to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. That's callieandjeff.com slash sleep.
2: We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit Callieandjeff.com. I am headed
3: out of town this weekend for a bachelorette party. And the reason I say it like that is it's different because this is a bachelorette party. It's the first one in our like mid to late 30s. And it is a totally different vibe than the 20 something bachelorette party.
1: So you're going to Nashville. You're going to go to all the honky talks on Broadway. Everybody's going to make out with some dude wearing a cowboy hat. That's the plan. You're going to get so wasted.
3: That was literally a bachelorette party that I went to before in Nashville in my 20s. So you're like f- pretty on target.
1: I feel like if you're a woman in the Southeast, that like that bachelorette party that I just described is almost like a like a coming of age thing. Like. It, It
3: is, but I just get really weird in those situations. Like it's my, I am the child that like, you know, didn't like group projects. I don't like group activities. So bachelorettes to me are like really just awkward and I don't like them. Um, However, I am excited about this very grown up bachelorette party because we are going to like stay at a resort and we're doing like wine tasting and we're having like a nice steak dinner. And, you know, I just feel like I'm super into bachelorettes when you're in your 30s. I'm totally into it. And there's like four of us. It's not a big, it's not a big thing. So
1: it's kind of like what you did for your bachelorette party. Y'all went to the beach for a long weekend, right?
3: Yeah. And it wasn't even all my bridesmaids. It was like me and three of my girlfriends from like middle school that all knew each other. And we went to the Bahamas for, yeah, a long weekend. And it was so great, super relaxing and no big deal. It was awesome.
1: I'm a little um, – I'm not going to lie. I'm a tiny bit nervous about being home alone with Ellie all weekend. This is your
3: first weekend home alone with the smoosh But you're alone with her all the time.
1: I am, but just uh, you're always, like, a phone call away. And I know – I mean, you're, you're only going a couple hours away, so you're not – you're still a phone call away. And your mm-hmm. parents are here. And everything – we're two blocks from a fire station. We're one mile from a hospital. Like, there's zero – There's no emergency I can't handle, but just like the thought it, it honestly, it reminds me of, was it in that at some point in the hospital, like I think they took you out either maybe they were making you walk up and down the stairs or something Mm -hmm. for, for 30 minutes or whatever. But at some point I was alone in the room with Ellie and she was just sleeping. Yeah. But she was like, not even 48 hours old. And, and there was, you know, one of the, an on-call button and there was a nurse within shouting distance and there were you know doctors and everything. But I was like, I'm alone with the baby. I'm in charge of this. <laughs> it's so weird. It's almost lat feeling again.
3: Is it? Yeah. Isn't that weird? What are you guys going to do? Are you going to have a rager?
1: Total rager. We're going to like, yeah, just stay up late on Friday night tonight. We're going to stay up till like, I don't know, maybe eight, mm-hmm. maybe like eight 45 mm-hmm. total. We're going to do a like, Mer- We're just gonna watch every Cars movie back to back to back. Okay, and probably get drunk on some lemonade. Yeah, wow, It'd be crazy, but not even the you know the crappy Country Time lemonade. Ellie's special lemonade that is super tart and just has a pinch of sugar, but for some reason she thinks it's the greatest stuff in the world, <laughs> even though it makes my face go. Eh. <laughs> Uh, all right. On Fridays, we like to include a beautiful human alert in the show. And this this might be the, the gold medal winner of beautiful humans. It's a guy named Jimmy M Amasiel. I think I'm saying his last name right. And I hope I am because he deserves all the respect in the world. He was visiting his mom in Haiti in December of 2017. He's on his way to his mom's house. He finds A four-month-old baby that somebody had abandoned. The parents just left the baby. I
3: can't handle it. My heart can't handle it.
1: It was awful. The baby was uh, dirty, had bug bites on him, and Jimmy saw him. They it was abandoned near garbage cans of all places. So Jimmy looks around. There's no people there. The um, baby had bug bites and bugs on him, and he's like, "This is this kid's been here for a minute. I'm gonna take him to my mom's house." They end up. Uh, washing him, putting stuff on the bug bites. They call a doctor. The authorities meet him at the doctor's office. I don't know how the whole process works in Haiti, but at some point, Jimmy and the child end up in a courtroom, like in front of a judge. Uh, I think the story goes Jimmy just went to the hearing to hear, like, what the outcome like where the parents were if the baby's Mm going to be okay whatever turns out they couldn't locate the parents Mm -hmm. and the judge asked jimmy if he would be willing to volunteer to be the child's caregiver so jimmy's like yeah i'll do it so while he was uh, in haiti with his mom he took care of this four-month-old baby fast forward five years uh jimmy applied for and was approved to permanently adopt the kid so this college student Goes to Haiti to visit his mom. Ends up finding a baby and thinks that it was a sign that he was the one. Stories like
3: that rip my heart out. I can't even hand it. I'm like trying so hard not to like totally lose it and cry.
1: What a beautiful ending though. Um, Jimmy named the baby Emilio and uh, Emilio obviously um, calls Jimmy dad. And they're uh, currently putting all the paperwork together and raising the money so that it can be an official legal adoption. So that right there is proof that nothing is a coincidence and nothing is an accident. Jimmy was meant to be there when Emilio needed him. So Jimmy, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Human.
3: Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is, okay, so you know when you hear on the news, clear skies, partly cloudy, cloudy, overcast, whatever. Yes. They're not just saying that kind of like willy nilly, there's actually a percentage of clouds that have to happen for each of those terms. So clear skies is means that zero to 30% of the sky is covered in clouds. So like very little, right?
1: It should be less than that. I think clear skies should be zero to 10%. And the 10% needs to be wispy. Well, not uh, what is wispy? You know, just like really like wispy, like super <laughs> like wispy clouds. Okay You ever heard that word
3: whispy. Well, I've heard the word wispy but not in- wispy
1: like when you like like when you pour you know cream into coffee and it just goes whish, it just got kind of wispies
3: I think I mean I've heard of hair wispies, that's all
1: yeah there's like wispy.
3: Okay, It's if you exa- say so. it's,
1: it's exactly how it sounds, wispy.
3: Partly cloudy uh, means that there's 31% to 70% cloud cover. 70% seems high to me. Cloudy would be 71 to 99%, and then overcast is 100%
1: cloud cover. There's no difference between 99% and 100%.
3: According to the National Weather Service scientists, uh, you are
1: wrong. I don't want to alarm anyone, but Hershey said on their um, stockholder call or whatever those things are that they do, uh, that big businesses do every quarter, every month or whatever, uh, it does not look like we're going to be able to meet consumer demand for Halloween this year. Um, Stock up now. Yeah, apparently – um, not only are there the supply chain issues and the staffing issues that everybody is dealing with, but over the past couple years of COVID and lockdown and all of that, people have developed a significant sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. So demand in candy and chocolate and sweets has gone up um, while production has struggled. And Hershey uses their same Equipment or factories, chocolate and yeah, machines to make both everyday candy and seasonal candy. Mm. So they can barely keep up with everyday candy, which means they're going to have to switch later to Halloween candy, which means they won't be able to meet demand, plus uh, the supply chain issues that I mentioned. I
3: before. say they switch to Halloween production early, right? And then regular candy eaters be damned, you know, like uh-huh. just you know, because it's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, uh-huh. you know, I'd rather see like bags of Halloween candy than like the full-sized I candy sh- bars at checkouts.
1: I think they should just standardize. They should just have delicious candy year-round. Mm-hmm. They just change the color of the wrapper. That's so, pretty much what they do, f- right? But they, the, they not because they shape it differently and oh, it's, it's eggs smaller. At Easter, it's, it's, yeah. it's this or that. Uh huh. Just do stand. Just standardize it. Orange and black for Halloween. Then you do red and green for Christmas. You can do, you know, uh, blue for Hanukkah. You can do pink for Valentine's Day. You can do what's Easter, like light blue and pink, Mm -hmm. light blue and pink, and then do like a fireworky one for 4th of July and make 4th of July a candy eating holiday too. You know what I mean? Do a green one for Arbor Day.
3: They should hire you.
1: I know. I'm all over it.
3: All over it. Uh, Are you going to give out full-size candy bars now that we live in a maybe trick-or-treating neighborhood?
1: If they're available.
3: Maybe you should go get them now. They wouldn't stand a chance in this house. Who am I kidding? Um, And your third random thing is, okay, have you ever been in bumper-to-bumper traffic and then all of a sudden it kind of loosens up but there's like no wreck, no – like there's nothing. You're just like, What? I waited all this time. There was bumper bumper to bumper traffic. I
1: just assumed that, that whatever happened, happened so far in front of me that it was completely cleared by the time I got, like the cars were towed away or the construction was completed.
3: Well, I, that may be the case, but more often than not, otherwise speedy drivers, like people that I would call them in my Atlanta driver opinion, normal drivers, um, when they see someone either slowing down, someone that's going like way too slow or someone else swerves to hit something or whatever, they stop or they go slower and it triggers a chain reaction of people breaking over literally nothing. Um, and that can create an effect that lasts for
1: miles.
3: So that might be why it happens. So if you're the person that's like, you know, I don't know, not paying attention.
1: It's breaking when somebody swerves into your lane.
3: No, it's like the people that are just either driving slow or like not paying attention and slow down or whatever, not paying attention to your speed. You can affect the traffic for a long
2: time behind you. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff most people learn about the Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
1: I am really, really proud of my ponytail game.
3: You are getting very good at toddler
1: ponytails. And I think Ellie knows that it's something I'm trying to be better at. Like, I used to have to... You ever see, like, a uh, or been to, like, a rodeo? and they they rope the calf and they jump off the horse and they're like wrestling it on the ground in Mm -hmm. order to get the rope around it that was that was ellie and i doing ponytails a month ago Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i had to sneak up on her tackle her yeah like you know pin her down and then try to with one hand do those tiny little whatever Mm -hmm. little tiny rubber band clear rubber band things now she's like okay we're in this together you're gonna
3: so she like feels sorry for you
1: maybe You want me to tell
3: you something that's going to brighten your heart? Yeah. She went, my mom told me yesterday that she went over to their house. And the first thing she said when she got there was daddy hair. And she was like giving you credit for her hair to my parents. I
1: take a picture of it every day and then I show her on the phone. Like I take Oh,
3: so she approves it.
1: I show it to her and I'm like, How did I do? And then she usually has no reaction. So I'm glad that's sneaking in a little bit.
3: Yeah, she like walked right up to my mom and was like, Daddy, hair. So good job.
0: Hey guys, it's Natasha. I was listening to one of your recent episodes. I think it was the Beware of UFOs one, about the blue light that Kelly saw. And it you were listing off several things from the nineties that we just don't do anymore and one of them was about the landline and how it's kind of sad that ellie's generation um, of kids won't have to speak to the parents and then ask to speak to them my kids are eight and six so they don't have their own cell phone and i hope that they don't get it for a while because i love it when their friends will text my number that my girl gave to their friends and i will get a text that says hi this is jordan can i speak to maya and i respond back i'll go sure call me And so they'll call me and I make them talk to me or they FaceTime me first because it rings on my phone or on my iPad. And I'll have a full on conversation like, how are you today? What's going on? What are you guys going to talk about? And my daughters, of course, are squirming in the background. Mom, give me the phone. Mom, give me the iPad. So I hope you guys still get to do that with Ellie. And maybe that will still be there that she still has to learn that etiquette of asking to speak to the parents or asking to make a phone call or asking to FaceTime. I hope you have a great day. Love you guys. Thrive
3: Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. They use no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And Cause is in their name for a reason. Because every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I have been using Thrive Cosmetics products for years now. One of my favorites is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I had friends telling me about this, so I started using it. It has more than 20,000 five-star reviews, okay? Okay. So if you don't believe me, check out those five-star reviews. It mimics the look of lash extensions, but guess what? I don't have lash, lash extensions because I'm allergic to it. So this mascara is super great for me, and it is really easy to clean off. You just use water, and since it's like a tube mascara, it just slides right off, but it lasts all day, so it doesn't come off until you want it to. It has SPF 37, which is so important, as you know, and it perfectly preps your makeup and helps prevent the appearance of aging skin from sun damage. Like, hello, speaking to my soul. Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger-than-beauty mission. For every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive, and they have over 300 giving partners across the country, supporting numerous causes. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, dot scom slash upside for 15% off your first order.
0: Hi, guys. It's Rachel. I'm to say, Jeff, you are not the only person that carries cash. In fact, I deliberately go to my credit union whenever I've run out to make sure that I have enough fives and ones and tens to give tips. When I go to get my hair done or get a pedicure or when I go out to eat, cash is um, maybe going on the way of the dinosaur, but um, I will always have cash and Kudos to you, Jeff. You always take Callie's ribbing very well about being old. I am older than you are, so yay for us old people and yay for cash money. Talk to y'all later. Keep up the good work. Bye. Your rerun episode yesterday, it was, I teared up. I, I really don't know how many times I teared up. Being one of the Upside OGs, listening to your enthusiasm, you guys had so much to be excited about. Everything was new and exciting, and we were discovering, and it just, like, bled through the speakers. It was not self-indulgent whatsoever. The show is, you guys. That is what the show is. No, I just, it was like witnessing you know the first butterfly part eat, can't eat can't sleep part of love like it was you guys falling in love with the podcast world so no that was amazing as a matter of fact, i would love you to release like more of the old episodes because i just never re-listen to stuff but i was so glad you played it it was just beautiful enthusiasm all over the place no 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 sorry lovingly <laughs> respectfully disagree all right have a great weekend love ya bye Hey there, this is Syracuse Shelley, and I wanted to say something about today's show that Jeff mentioned therapy and um, the fact that he had learned to be selfish. Jeff, I don't think you're talking about being selfish. I think you're talking about something related to self love and self care. You know, we need to put things into our lives that we love and not feel sorry or guilty about it. Just something to think about. All right, love you guys. Really appreciate your. Uh, podcast and um, just thank you so much for brightening our lives not only do you deserve to have people in your life that want to be in your life you deserve to have people in your life that love you for 100% you not quieter you, not like less opinionated you, just you you don't have
1: to try to make them like you or you don't have to try to say the right things, you just get to be you effortlessly, that's what you deserve okay Because you're so cool, and you deserve people that make you feel good. Okay? I love you.